Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. And looking forward to our conversation this week with two women who are doing some great things in our community. Jude Everett, she's the founder and the president of Backpack Society, and Laurel Gebhardt, who is the vice president of Backpack Society. Good morning. Good morning. Well, for those of us who are not as familiar, tell us what is the Backpack Society? Uh, Well, the Backpack Society, we are a nonprofit based in the Highlands Ranch area. And our main focus is to remove food insecurity as an obstacle for children so they can grow, learn, and thrive. And uh, so we work specifically with schools to help students get through the weekend. Okay, great. And tell me why you named it Backpack Society. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, originally, when, when I came up with the idea, I knew that there was a stigma attached to, you know, anyone who needs help. Nobody wants to be seen as different, especially if you're carrying a bag of food around. Right. So my idea was to make it almost like a secret society where we'll fill the students' backpack with food for them to take home for the weekend. Nobody needs to know any different. Oh, I love that. So how explain how that works, because you're right, that does give a lot of dignity to the process. Yeah. So we we really work um, and have great partnerships with schools. So we deliver the student weekend bags to schools, and then it's up to the school to get that bag to the student. So some schools will deliver the bags, like elementary schools will deliver them during lunch hour and just kind of slide them into the student's backpack so nobody sees. Mm -hmm. Whereas the middle schools might send a path down to the student to come to the counseling office and pick up their bag and let them leave school a little bit early. So nobody needs to see that happen either. Oh, that is great. And what are some of the foods that you put in this backpack for the weekend? Um, You know, we really try to have six meals plus some snacks and drinks. So some of the main ones, and and also I want to say we're realistic. We know, uh, you know, although we want to give them all of the great nutritious and healthy foods, we we really want to fill their bellies at the same time and be realistic. So they do get uh, Chef Boyardee. They're getting soup. We do provide them with a fruit and a veggie. Um, Ramen noodles are always a big hit along with granola bars, mac and cheese, um, and then some fruit, um, I'm sorry, some fruit juices and, um, you know, like a a fun uh, treat, like maybe some cookies or um, some crackers, things like that. And so this is food that gets them through the weekend when there isn't any assistance like they have during the week. That's correct. Yes. We know there's a lot of students who really rely on the meals they get at school. And so not knowing what they're going to have when they get home, um, you know, that's kind of what we're hoping to provide so that way they're ready to get to school on Monday. Now, you said you started this in Highlands Ranch. Are you just in Highlands Ranch now? or have you expanded? Uh, actually, we serve Highlands Ranch area. So Highlands Ranch, Lone Tree, Sedalia. We're now in Littleton, and we also do an outreach program with a group in Denver called Warren Village. Okay. And tell me this, because I think a lot of people may be surprised hearing those areas that there is that much food insecurity. Um, what has surprised you about that? You know, when I started this program, I too was surprised. I did not look um, in my immediate area when I started thinking about ways that I could give back. Um, <clears throat> we're such an affluent community that people overlook us, I think. People don't think there's a problem. And so they look to larger areas like the Denver, you know, Denver area, Aurora area, and don't really think about Highlands Ranch, uh, Lone Tree, Littleton being an issue. But it really is. And I think the pandemic has also been a huge factor in that. Um, we also extend our programs to the school staff that we partner with, and we, we have lots of staff members using our programs as well. So there's a lot more folks who need help um, than you would think. I was just getting ready to say, I mean, what kind of numbers or percentages are we talking here in those areas? 
Um, well, originally we were using the numbers that pertain to the free and reduced lunch numbers that the school district receives. But we found that to not be a true and accurate number based on the community, the area, because there are some families who are right on the right on the, the cut where they don't quite qualify, but mm-hmm. they are still in need. And so the numbers that we're seeing, like right now, we are delivering about 160 student bags um, to the schools that we serve every week. Um, and we're serving upwards of uh, 40 families a week with groceries for the weekend as well. Okay, so you're not just doing the the food in the backpack for the child, you're doing groceries for the family. Yes, absolutely. So we have multiple programs that we offer to the schools, um, and they can choose. They can have all of the programs, or they can use, um, you know, one or two of them. It's completely up to them. But the the programs we offer are the bag program for the kiddos. Uh, We also offer the family um, and staff uh, food box, as June mentioned. And then we also offer um, pantry items. So we can have pantries in schools, and we customize those to the individual schools. So they can have just snacks if they would like, or they can have food items that kids can pick up and eat there for lunch if they want them or take them home and have for the weekends or the evening. Okay, so you're talking about how you customize the pantries for the school. How did that idea come about? Well, quite honestly, um, in talking with the counselors at the schools, some of them will tell us our kiddos will not, you know, pick up food to eat here for lunch, but they will take stuff home or we only need this, uh, you know, the snack items because mm-hmm. uh, they do get a they do get the free lunches. Um, and some kids are still just too proud to uh, take that bag home. And um, that's what we're trying to um, eliminate is that is that um, uh, embarrassment factor right. um, it in the in the pantries. And we actually have two SROs in our schools that have their own pantries in the school that has a pantry. So um, they have a good, excuse me, a good rapport with some of the kiddos and are able to get them the needed food as well. I imagine that the student resource officers know these kids well enough and and they know and they see the kids that maybe aren't getting lunch and they can tell need that food. You are correct. And we do have um, uh, one particular SRO that has contacted us uh, to help a family um, with emergency food, and we're able to get that to them the same day. Well, as we've talked about the Backpack Society, and obviously it's more than just putting food in a backpack, it's now the pantry and helping people in the community. Where did this need, how did you guys figure out this need was happening in your own community? You know, as I, as I mentioned early on when I started, I didn't think there was a need here in our community. Um, but as I dug in, I, you know, pulled information from the um, Colorado Department of Education and just saw what the numbers were just for free and reduced lunch. Um, I knew that there was a need. I didn't know how large, um, but we rolled out our programs. I don't know if it was perfect timing, but it was right when the pandemic hit. And so the need overnight kind of grew. Um, we were trying to baby step and do one school at a time because we were self-funding and we weren't sure, um, you know, wh- where the funding was going to come from. So we wanted to make sure we could we could support those that we were rolling on. Uh, but, I mean, that's kind of what where it kind of came from, was just doing the research, talking to our counselors, and then just seeing the results of the folks signing up. But what was it that inspired you? I mean, what's your history, your background that made this something that was put on your heart? You know, I personally grew, I grew up in Rocky Ford, Colorado. I grew up in a low-income community, a low-income household, and I knew as an adult that I wanted to give back in some way because I was one of those kids. Um, I originally thought about trying to reach out and help my community but, uh, where I grew up, but it logistically just did not make sense. And so that's when I started looking right here 
in my current community where my kids go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw that there was a need, um, I said, why not? You know, I think I don't think it's as great as my hometown right. need. Um, however, I felt like it was something that we could make a difference in. Um, right. And, you know, with Laurel joining on, her passion has always been, you know, helping kiddos as well. Our kids actually went to school together um, at the ele- at their elementary school. That's where we met. And, um, you know, th- that's kind of what drove it from there. Yeah, I knew there had to be something that was put on your heart, like some inspiration yeah. from your past or, or something, because this is, this is a big undertaking that you guys have chosen to do. Absolutely. And it's definitely, you know, something that we're passionate about completely. You know, we're, we want to get food to kiddos in every, any way that we can. And that's why we've become so flexible in our programs and not just offering the bag program, but, you know, working with SROs and working uh, with schools, putting pantries, um, you know, we're, we just, we're really passionate about giving every kiddo a chance to succeed. Yeah, I love that. And how does the funding for this happen? I mean, where are you getting the money to purchase this food? Uh, we actually apply for grants um, and have uh, have received um, uh, grant money, as well as um, Colorado Gives Day was um, a huge um, a huge help for us. Uh, and we can't thank everyone enough for donating to um, to us. Um, and then we actually do have some people that will donate food items or or money as well. And what about business partnerships? Has that happened yet for you all? We are partnered with um, Food Bank of the Rockies. We're also partnered with another nonprofit called We Don't Waste. And we uh, work with a bread distributor as well. And as you look forward for the Backpack Society, what are your hopes for this program? Um, you know, our, our big future plan is we would really love to have our pantry become a client choice pantry. That's something that we're we're pretty passionate about. And what that is, is transitioning away from offering, I shouldn't say away, but adding additionally to the weekend boxes of groceries, but allowing those families to come into our pantry and shop for the items that they that they would like to use themselves on the weekend. We feel like that would just bring a lot of dignity to our program. Um, and also, you know, save on waste um, right. because they get the items that they're going to use. Right. Yeah. I mean, you think about how much food is wasted here in our country, and yet we have children and families that are hungry. It's frustrating that we can't get those things together. Absolutely. Well, I love the work that you're doing. One final question for you. You know, we talk a lot about the dignity of these families and for the children because there is that stigma attached. Do you have thoughts on how to get rid of that stigma? You know, it's really tough, especially being in the affluent community that we're in, you know, of the Highland Ranch Lone Tree area. Um, It's hard. Pride is something that it's just really hard to swallow Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Um, I think for us, what we've seen is it comes down to like the leadership in the school when it comes to our bag program. We have some elementary schools that are just so all encompassing and so they kind of just welcome the program as a whole and they're, the kiddos aren't embarrassed. They're mm-hmm. excited to get their bag every week. You know, they're, they're sharing with the other kids, Hey, look what I'm getting this week. Um, but, it, but again, those are also kiddos that are in elementary, you yeah. know, when you get to high school, that that's really tough. Um, and I don't know if that stigma will ever really, really go away. I think that for us, we hope that the parents, if they're in need, put the pride and the stigma aside and do what's best for their family to make sure their family is getting the food that they need. Right. Um, that's a tough one. I, I don't know that there's a, a solution for that. Yeah, right. I don't know that there's a solution. Um, but June and I keep um, keep forging ahead, trying to um, break down the walls that kind of are built up around people that are in um, food insecurity situations. So we're, we're trying our best 
uh, to let them know that we are here and um, it's okay to ask for help every now and then or every week until you're back on your feet. Right. That's, that's why we're doing what we do. I love what you're doing. And I've, I've got to assume that the need definitely increased with COVID. Yes. Most definitely, most definitely, and we saw it across the board. All, um, all um, school districts that we have encountered have definitely seen an, um, um, a rise in it. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of different charities. Uh, for folks that are needing your help or maybe even want to help you out, what do they need to do? I would say the best thing to do is you can visit our website. Um, it's backpacksociety.org. So there you'll be able to see um, all of the programs we offer. Um, you'll be able to find ways that you can uh, get involved. You know, we, we love to have volunteers in the pantry. Um, there's an option there for donating, um, you know, food or, or monetary donations. Um, but most of our information is all online, especially, you know, if they are needing assistance to um, that information is on our website. All right. And once again, that is BackpackSociety.org. June Everett and Laurel Gebhardt, thank you both for joining me this morning. Thank you. I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning and being part of Mile High Magazine. We appreciate you being here. And for more information about the Backpack Society, you can go to BackpackSociety.org, as we were just talking about. We'll also have information on the radio stations website. And another great way to kind of spread the message is to share this podcast on your social media account. Have a great Sunday. Go out, be blessed and be kind to everyone.